0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of The Dairy Isle. It is I, your host, Eli, and I think it's time we talked about childhood concerns about our adulthood. Everyone, it's me, and I'm back. Now, you might have heard at the top of the show, we're going to be talking about childhood concerns and kind of how they relate to adulthood. And that sounds kind of heavy. I promise you, it's not. I'm very tired, so this is going to be kind of a short episode. Um, but I think you're going to like it. It's, it's jam-packed with little nuggets of fun and dumb stories about myself because you know I'm the only one I know. But before we get into that, as always, ladies and gentlemen. 10 items or less. All right, so it's going to be kind of a short one. Not really a lot of important stuff here, but, you know, just something to flesh it out. Uh, First off, in video game news, Forza Horizon 5 came out. Uh, So for those of you gearheads who also like to play video games, go try that out. The new Forza Horizon 5 takes place in Mexico. Ooh, Um, Apparently, Mexico was a really good map choice because it turns out that they have, like, every biome on earth they have deserts they have rainforests they have jungles they have a volcano they've got mountains they've got beaches they've got cities they've got towns pueblos i mean you name it it exists um and i think they're also bringing over like the changing seasons thing that they had in the previous horizon so we're going to get to experience like summer winter spring autumn fall whatever all that fun stuff uh i'm really interested to see the barn finds to see if there's any like Mexican specific varieties of cars that they have you know like special Baja cars or special rally cars um stuff like that the previous one had a lot of British cars so I want to see kind of what they have here uh in this game it is very graphically intensive like I just built a computer last year and it's already telling me that I have to run the whole thing on medium and that I need more RAM So, you know, hopefully they do some sort of patches later that tone down the game a little bit for people who have weak computers like me. But, hey, whatever. Who knows? Apparently, I can still play and it looks decent. So, why not? (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Next. And this is sort of very, very niche. But um, I might start building Gundam model kits again. I know it's really, really nerdy. And if I do, I might even start custom painting them this time. Um, So... We'll post a picture of some of my model kits. Um, They're not great because they're not very expensive or highly detailed. I'm also really bad at applying stickers, like really bad. Um, So I'm thinking painting might be the way to go. Uh, But we'll see. I mean, I learned recently how to make my own uh, paint wash with acrylic paint. It's basically just finding the right mixture of paint to water. Um, But yeah, you know, it came out okay. We did it for a, a Halloween prop that Millie had, which... I think she posted already on the Instagram, which was the totem for uh, Dead by Daylight, which is the, the three skulls on the three little sticks. But I painted all of that, and then I washed it with this paint wash, and it came out pretty good. Like those skulls, by the way, if you notice in the photo, they look kind of dark and brown. Um, yeah, they were like ivory white when I first started. But they came out pretty good. I liked them. I think I think it should work out pretty decently with the, uh, the Gundam model kits. Uh, and finally, in technology news, I your host Eli, got himself a new phone finally. I picked up the new Google Sixel. Google Sixel. Wow. Yep. That's the one. I, let me tell you, this phone has a has been a bit of a tongue twister. I have messed this up a couple of times. It is the Google. You can do this, Eli. The Google Pixel 6 Pro. Um, it is the newest Pixel offering from Google. Uh, I got the Pro, so that's the one with the, I think it's 6.7 inch screen, which you know what? Honestly, like the difference between the regular one and this one in terms of size isn't that drastic. I mean, when you look at them side by side, the Pro is a little bit taller, like I get a little more screen real estate, but it's really nothing out of the, you know, out of this world. It's not like the difference between the original Note and the one of the original Galaxies where like one was a tablet and the other one was obviously a phone. But it's a big phone, it's hefty. Um it is easily the slippiest phone I've ever had and that's been partially due to the fact that it's been really difficult to find a case for this phone, um, whether it be on Amazon, Best Buy, Target. Nobody had these. I was able to order one, and Amazon was like, oh, you have the Pro. Okay, got it. We're going to send you one for the regular Pixel 6. Enjoy that one. Um, so I had to send that back, and I was able to order the case for the Pro, and that's supposed to come in on Thursday. So let's hope that they you know, actually send me the right case because I've already dropped my phone twice, and thankfully nothing's happened. So it's living up to its reputation so far as being a Surprisingly rugged phone, but uh other things to note is that while everybody else is using three lenses on their cameras, this one only has one. It's a very advanced lens, but it has the one lens. Um also it's using its own like Google has their own chip right now. It's called the Tensor Chip. Also, uh darling, you're picking up the wrong phone. Oh, I know. Okay, I yeah. Was just checking... Yeah, it did. Camera. Yeah, it's an S9, the old one. The old one's like four years old now, I think. Three years old? Four years old? Four? Yeah. Yeah, this one still only has one lens, but it's a super advanced lens, as you saw in some of the photos that I've taken. No, don't get me wrong. I think, hands down, I think your, your new 13 Pro takes better photos, but, like, barely. Like, it's almost imperceptible. Anyways, whatever. So, that's it for 10 items or less. Coming up next, like I said, childhood concerns about adulthood. Not as serious as you think it would be. Hi, folks. Are you listening to us on Apple Podcasts? If so, why don't you be super awesome and leave us a rating or review on our podcast? Now, each review gives us a little bump that pushes our show up higher in the rankings, which is great because that gives us more visibility. All right. Now, what you can do is you can give us a review by visiting the link on our show notes, or by opening your page—or sorry, opening our page on Apple Podcast. You can also listen to our podcast by visiting Anchor.fm/slash The Dairy Isle, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. You can also find us on Instagram at The Isle. All right, so growing up. A lot of kids have really active imaginations. I mean, I was one of them. And I'm sure some of you listening probably remember having super overactive imaginations. And some of us think that we were pirates. Some of us think that we were dinosaurs or doctors. Some of us thought that we were dino pirates with a PhD. But within all that imagination, something happens to most of us as we get older. We start to worry about stuff. Some stuff is dumb, like what will they serve in the cafeteria tomorrow? Other stuff is kind of serious at that age, like does that person like me or where did I put my homework? Now, I'm going to use my own case study, as it's the one that I know best, to show you just how dumb I really am and how most of the stuff I worried about really wasn't an issue later in life, you know, like now. So, first and foremost, and this is the one that came to mind as soon as I started thinking about this subject, was quicksand. You know... Above all other concerns, quicksand definitely turned out to be the one that posed the least problems once I grew up into an adult. I don't know why for the life of me, but I thought that quicksand was going to be a much bigger deal throughout my life. But, at least, I can confidently say that I've never encountered it and honestly, I wouldn't know where to find it if you asked me. Next up is aliens. Now, we've talked about aliens in the past on this show. Um, Sometimes... As like a thing that I've experienced, whether it be like a sighting, um, as you heard in our our, uh, previous episode where we had Lisette on here, that I saw a tiny, you know, moving object in the sky. But growing up, I watched a lot of cartoons and sci-fi movies that led me to believe that once I got older, I'd have to worry about dealing with extraterrestrials all the time. Turns out, the closest I've gotten is, like I said, seeing a dot move in the night sky one time and then watching the news. And several bored people attempted to stand outside of a secure military complex and politely asked the government to be shown a UFO or an alien body. Boy, is this timeline sure turned out awesome, huh? Anyone? No? Yeah, I don't think so. I know. Next up, lava. I know that some of you are either raising your eyebrows or heading for that button where you delete my podcast, but just stop and just hear me out on this, Okay. Lava is basically the Sriracha edition of Quicksand, if you will. Again, I can't begin to fathom why my young, immature brain thought that lava would be like, you know, a weekly or monthly nuisance once I became an adult. Mind you, it wasn't like I had scenarios planned or anything. I just legit thought that one day I would be in traffic on my way to an adult job and the Department of Transportation would have to make us all take a detour because, uh oh, that pesky lava's at it again. Or that I'd have to make sure my house had some special metal roof because you never know if a local volcano shows up and maybe Tommy Lee Jones isn't there to help out. I'm going to need to seek shelter from raining sulfur, and worst of it all, liquid hot magma. Finally, I had to consult my parents for this one because I was sure that there had to have been something else, and it turns out that for a b- sort of brief period of time between, b- between, between 10 and 12 years old, I would periodically ask my parents to let me sleep with them because I was, quote-unquote, uncomfortable. And yes, that is the sound of me doing air quotes. But apparently I was uncomfortable in my own room. I don't know why. I mean, my parents surmise it's because I was watching scary movies unsupervised and would have to deal with the aftermath alone in my room. That, thankfully, is no longer a problem because I avoid scary movies now. Yay for being an adult. But, yeah, see, thank you, everybody. No, please relax. Everybody sit down. Stop trying to hit me. Now, in talking to my parents about that irrational fear of being alone, um, and this was something that we were going to talk about at Thanksgiving, but I guess I'll tell you guys and admit it to you all first before I reveal this to my family at Thanksgiving. There was a sort of semi-famous family trip that we took in 2000 where we went to Tennessee, and it ended up being... Uh, My parents, myself, both my sisters, and our family friend, who also happens to be our sort of, I guess, our family tattoo artist, Puka. Shout out to Puka, everybody. And we were staying in a cabin somewhere in the woods in Tennessee. I don't remember where. I'd have to ask my parents for specifics. Um, And I think, like, during the day, my dad had been like, oh, let's go out into the the woods and let's just walk around right i was like okay that's fine i was i think i was 10 years old yeah because it was 2000 i was 10 years old um not even i think i might have been nine because my birthday is in december and i don't think we were there for december so i might have been nine and then turned 10 after the fact and so we're walking through the woods and dad sees these big pine trees and he sees these scratch marks on him and he goes to tell me like oh look scratch marks That indicates that there was a bear here. And I was like, holy crap, that's super cool. How did they get up that high? And he goes, oh, because bears can climb. And they'll give the whole National Geographic thing about bears, right? Dad, very knowledgeable man. And that was it. Like, I was like, wow, that's pretty intense. I didn't know bears were that big or could climb that high. No big deal. We saw deer. We saw a couple of squirrels, general wildlife at that time. And I'm pretty sure it was like winter-ish time maybe. I don't know. It's a long time ago. It's 20 years, more than 20 years ago. I know. I am ancient. As by the way, for the for the boys from 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 the warehouse listening to this, I am Eel the Ancient. Ah ah. Anyways, so that night, uh, well, sorry, let me. That was in the morning. That day, I think we went to like downtown Gatlinburg or something like that. And I say downtown Gatlinburg because in 2000 it really wasn't much of a downtown. I think it was like one main street, and they had like maybe ten stores there. But one of them was a movie rental place. And my sisters decided that them and their friend Puka were going to rent a little horror movie by the name The Convent. I think in my research for this that I saw, I didn't actually watch the trailer, but I saw an announcement for a trailer for a remake that came out in 2019 or one that's coming out in 2021. I don't remember the date. I try to avoid these things. Like I said earlier, I don't watch scary movies. But the 2001 was a really like no looking at it now as an as an adult like I sat here and watched the trailer with with Millie right, like right before we started cuz you know I got to tell my producer about this stuff and it, it was just the dumbest like campiest B movie horror nonsense you've ever seen but if memory serves correctly I begged my sisters to let me watch that movie with them cuz I didn't want to be alone and bored or anything like that and they were like, all right, fine, I guess. Yo, <laughs> it was so bad. There was these nuns in the movie, and I guess they're like demon nuns, like possessed or something. I don't know, but they've come back from the dead, so their skin is all messed up. But notably, and they used a lot of black lights for this. They wore glow in uh, the dark, the glow in the dark contacts. I think they wore like glow in the dark lipstick or something. And then all of their shots were done with black light, so that their teeth would like glow white. And so would like the white part of the uh, what's it called that nuns wear the the, the I'm probably I, is it called the habit or something like that? I don't know. Let's let look this up for me. This is like the Joe Rogan show. Jamie, l- look up look up what what it is that nuns wear. I know I it I feel like it's called a habit or something like that. I know that's the word for you know the thing that you do compulsively over and over, but the what cornet. Isn't that, is that a horn? No, that's is that coronet? No. I don't know, I'm probably really dumb, but um anyways, the white part of the nun thing that they wear, because you know they have like the little they have like the little hood and it's got like a white lining or something. Well the white lining would glow in obviously in a black light, because white, you know, is pretty like bright in that in that light spectrum. Um The Habit, is that what it's that's called? What? Oh that's one of them. Okay, so I was right. Yeah. Okay, got it. That's the black one that looks like they have a- Like they're wearing like almost like a like a mask? No. They have bangs. Oh that looks like they have bangs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the white part of that would glow in the black light in the movie, and they look super duper scary, right? And I freaked. The first one has uh, like the horns, yeah. That's called a cornet. Okay, yeah, because she's in the movie as well, but, yeah. like, just demon cornet lady. Yeah. Um, it looks campy. Like, if you go up right now, like, just search, like, 1999 or 2000, the, co- the convent, and look at the trailer, and you see, like, the, the stupid, like, demon nuns, and it's just the dumbest nonsense you've ever seen. But for a nine-year-old in the woods, I was like, well that's it. That's how we die tonight. The nuns are going to come into this house and they're going to kill us all. And there's nothing we can do about it. Cause we don't have guns. We don't have crosses. We don't have any, we don't have a way to start a fire. We are very unprepared. Really? Really? Thank you. You were like, Hmm, how can I induce a PTSD attack? I know I'm going to fire her. I promise. Uh, so whatever, I, I saw, like, I don't even remember the whole movie. I just remember seeing the nuns and being like, well, that's a wrap on the rest of tonight. Like, I'm just going to poop my pants back and forth forever. And so I made up some story. And mom and dad, if you're listening to this before Thanksgiving, I'm sorry that I lied. I told my parents that I was scared of the bear that my dad had told me about that had been scratching the the um, the trees. And I was like, can I sleep with you guys? And they were like, no. And I was like, can I sleep in the living room? I don't want to sleep in my bedroom because I think that it's going to come through the window and get me. And they were like, sleep wherever you want, man. I don't care Just you're not sleeping with us. I was like, okay, you got it. And I'm like an idiot. I don't remember what my rationale was as a 10-year-old, 9-year-old really, for wanting to sleep in the living room. I don't get it. Like there were way more windows in the living room. I don't know what it was. I think maybe it's cuz there was a window like right at the head of my bed in the room that I was staying in. So I was already picturing like going to bed and just one of the nuns staring at me from outside through the window and, ugh, god, no, thank you. Um So, <laughs> I ended up grabbing all my stuff. I moved my ass to the living room after the girls had gone to sleep and I was like, "Well, that's it. This is where I make my final stand." And I figured, I was like, well, if the nuns come, I'm just going to fight them off. Like, I have another choice. I'm going to figure it out. So I stayed up late for a nine-year-old after everyone had gone to bed looking at, like, the fireplace poker, looking at sticks. No, call it five. No, but I, hold on. I was looking at these objects to be like, what could I use as the fabled pincio to defend myself, my family, and our property that night? So, um, pro tip. Um Pinchillos can be anything that your imagination allows them to be. From a tiny stick to an actual sword, anything can be a binchillo. Uh, very anticlimactic end to the story, if in case you haven't guessed it. The nuns never attacked, um, and our family was safe once again. So you're welcome, Cruz family. And Puka, you're also welcome. I defended your life, and you didn't even know it. So, you know, that's a thing. Yeah, that, that's a that's a real real thing that happened to me. Thank you, everybody. I mean, it was very hard sharing that. I don't know how I've recovered. Anyways, uh, we're going to bring back a little segment here that some of you might not have heard in a long time. The Book of Eli. (laughs) All right, so for those of you who might not have heard of the Book of Eli, or maybe it's been so long that you haven't heard it and don't remember it anymore, I have a book called, literally, The Book of Questions by Dr. Gregory Stock, Ph.D. I kind of wonder, do you think maybe Gregory Stock, Ph.D. was a pirate dinosaur with a Ph.D. like I was? He might have been. He might have been. No, it's okay. I understand. You're overwhelmed by the magnitude of that thought. I understand. It's left you literally speechless. So, I'm going to randomly flip through this book and we're going to find a question. And I am going to answer it. Ready yourselves. Here we go. Let's see. Where does it stop? I'm going to stop right there. Let's see. Hmm. <laughs> okay, this is a good one. Uh, all right. Question 110. If you were having difficulty on an important test and could safely cheat by looking at someone else's paper, would you do so? I mean unequivocally, yes, 100%, like, it's not cheating, it's collaborating, (laughs) in this case, collaborating without consent, I always thought the concept of cheating was really dumb, let me, let me explain, actually, before we continue, um, our lovely producer says yes, 100%, yeah, you'd be dumb not to, I'm not going to disclose any information, nobody, we are model students, we are excellent model student <laughs> quizlet. <clears throat> um, excellent. anyways, so I have this thing about cheating I, in school. And it, it, it was a thing that happened in high school. Not to me. I didn't, I, I didn't do nearly enough work in high school to, to even have to cheat. Cause you know, that would, yeah, that would, that would entail actually doing the schoolwork and the homework, which I did none of. Ooh, Ooh you dumb. Um, there was always this thing about, like, don't cheat on your homework. And it's like, it's not cheating if it's together. At that point, it's a group project. It's collaboration. Like, we're sharing knowledge. Now, if that knowledge happens to be, hey, what'd you get on question 15? And everyone says the letter C, and that's what's in the book. Well, I didn't have to work as hard, but I still got the right answer. So technically, I'm efficient. Right? Right? I'm sure some of you are just like, no, no, Eli, that's not how it works. Yeah, yeah, that's not how it works. You have fun studying and and hurting your brain, all right, and using brain cells on stupid things that you're never going to use, yeah? (laughs) Seriously, like, right now, as an example, I'm taking an American history class for college, right? When am I ever going to use that knowledge? Like, realistically, like, in my day-to-day work life. Like, uh, where I work right now... At no point am I going to get an email about purchasing or following up on collections of devices. And then somewhere in there be like, also, would you describe Jackson as a good president? What do you think he did? Also, like, what is your opinion on the first Continental Congress? Like, no one's ever going to ask me that. Ever. This is going to be the one and only time that I ever have these questions asked of me. And I have to know the answers. But after that, yo, control out, delete, son. Like there's, I'm never going to have a use for this stuff. It's the same thing with like people who are like, Oh, I'm a psychology major or an English major, or I'm an education major or something like that. And I intend to teach like English or whatever. And they're like, yeah, but you have to take calculus. Like, no, I'm never going to have to solve for X ever. I live in the 21st century. That's what computers are for. I don't have to do that shit anymore ever. But then again, I, I say that as a lazy student, And someone who does not agree with the current rubric of things like college and university. Like, for me, honestly, the associate's degree is essentially 30 credits too long. An associate's degree should be 30 credits. And it should be the basics. You should take a math class, your two English classes, a couple of humanities courses, right? And then, like, maybe, you know... Two or three electives, and that's it. Be done with it. Make it 25, 30 credits. Call it a day. Here's your associate's degree. Cool. But then your bachelor's, your bachelor's should be like three years long. Because it's three years of like actually studying what you want to do. Make it like a year and a half of studying, and then the other one and a half years is working. So you get the experience so that when you graduate, they can be like, oh, bachelor's degree and five years of experience. Or like, oh, close enough. I've got a bachelor's degree and two years of experience. I'm like, all right, we'll take you. And then you go into your master's degree, and that's it. But I don't know. What do I know? Nothing. I remember I cheated in high school, so I'm dumb. <laughs> Feel we've come full circle on that? Anyways, folks, that's it for the show, everybody. Thank you so much for stopping by and listening to me babble on about nonsense again. I hope it helped. Be safe. Be kind. Please use your indicators. I love you all. Have a great morning, noon, or night. Don't forget to reset your clocks for those of you who are currently dealing with the one millionth hour of your day. Super late. You're super late, but here we are. Anyways, I love you, I love you all. Peace out. <laughs> forget to put out the caution signs for the quicksand? Ah oh, crap. <laughs> I'm in danger.